31 degrees as we roll with these morning chores here at Wax 104.5. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi wants the White House to immediately brief Congress on the airstrike that killed a senior Iranian military leader in Iraq. The attack early Friday killed Qasem Soleimani, head of an elite military unit. In a statement, Pelosi said the airstrike risks provoking further dangerous escalation of violence, warning that the nation and the world can't afford to have tensions escalate to the point of no return. Pelosi said the strike was launched without authorization for military force against Iran. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says the NYPD will take immediate steps to protect the city against possible retaliation after that deadly U.S. airstrike in Iraq. Iranian General Qasem Soleimani was among those killed in the U.S. rocket attack in Baghdad. Mayor de Blasio tweeted on Thursday that steps are being taken to protect key New York City locations from any attempt by Iran or its terrorist allies to retaliate against America. More than 200 members of Congress want the U.S. Supreme Court to take another look at Roe v. Wade. Brian Shook reports. The landmark decision more than four decades ago legalized abortion across the country. The senators and representatives signed an amicus brief asking the high court to reconsider or even overrule the decision. The brief says the case remains a radically unsettled precedent. The lawmakers signed the document in support of an abortion law in Louisiana. The Supreme Court will hear a challenge to that law later this year. Only two Democratic representatives signed the brief. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. Senators return from their holiday recess today, and the battle over President Trump's impeachment is looming. The House returns next week after formally impeaching Trump last month. The Senate is going to be tasked with holding a trial to determine whether Trump should be removed from office. However, Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has not sent the two articles of impeachment yet to the Senate. Pelosi has expressed concerns about whether the GOP-led Senate will conduct a fair trial. And a new poll from the conference board found that American CEOs are worried about a possible recession in the new year. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Chippewa Valley Bean near Menominee is looking for new kidney bean growers. They're offering an increased price for 2020 along with great cash incentives for quality yield and irrigated acres as well as a freight support payment to help haul your crop. Contract with Chippewa Valley Bean and get the best pricing for your kidney beans. And if you'd like to grow with a family-run operation, call Charles today. 715-664-8342. That's 715-664-8342. Or visit them at cvbean.com. When we take the Wax Farm Truck out to cover the news, we travel with friends. Folks like Structures Unlimited, your fabric building specialist, the world leader in steel frame, clear span fabric covered buildings. Contact them in Stratford. Marika's Gouda at Thorpe, handcrafting award-winning Gouda cheese since 2013 with passion at their Thorpe location. And don't forget the Cafe Duchess and Strong Microbials, a Wisconsin company using biotechnology to improve the quality of our food supply and solve problems in agriculture with products like silage inoculants, waste treatment products, and many more. It's 31 degrees here in Eau Claire as I'm sitting here in the toasty confines of the studio sipping on my... House blend of coffee from the Revolution Coffee House down at Black River Falls. Boy, if you haven't stopped down at that unique place, Revolution Coffee has it all down there. Downtown Black River Falls, good coffee, wine, and good food, too. As I said, 31 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 33. Marshfield's at 30. 
Green Bay has 33, Rice Lake 36, Wausau 29, Madison's at 34, Milwaukee's at 38, and up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there says it's 31 degrees. Well, the clouds will stick around, and it likely will be slightly cooler than yesterday. Some light snow could fall later this evening uh, in the southwest area of Eau Claire. The sun's expected to return on Saturday, but precipitation could return on Sunday. Today, we're looking at a high of 31. That's right where we are here in Eau Claire with a low of 14. Saturday, a high of 27, a low of 19, and Sunday, a high of 35 and a low of 16. That brought to you by Rural Insurance. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. And five minutes after five, let's have a first look at some of those markets. Cash livestock market, fed beef steers are at 111 to 122 and a quarter with mixed 95 to 110. Fed beef heifers 111 to 122 with mixed 74 to 110 and a half. Fed Holstein steers at 86 to 93 and a quarter with select and choice 80 to 86. Cows are at 43 to 66. Bulls 62 to 82. Butcher hogs are at 30, with sows 13 to 18, and boars 8 and down. Short and unshorn market lambs are at 105 to 160, and feeder lambs are at a dollar to 240. A look at the livestock futures. Uh, live cattle for February are at 125.77, down 15 cents. April 126.47, down 70. June 118.70, down 20. And August, 116.35, down 12. Feeder cattle for January are at 144.65, down 67. March, 143.72, down 50. April, 146.50, down 25. May, 148.02, down 7 cents. And August, 153.35, down 2. Lean hogs for February are at 71.55, up 12 April 78 even up 75 May 84 37 up 32 and June 89 55 up 12 first look at the dairy markets cheese ended the day yesterday with barrels at down five and three quarters at 164 and a quarter 40 pound blocks down three quarters at 190 and a quarter and grade double a butter steady at 195. The Class 3 futures, January is down 20 at 1706. February gives back 30 at 1708. March down 18 at 1725. April down 10 at 1725. And those prices are looking to be unchanged or down through the rest of 2020. Twelve minutes past six. Here at Wax 104.5 with the Mid Wax Midwest Farm Report. Hey, speaking of the Midwest Farm Report idea, that reminds me to tell you people that if you ha- if you somehow miss something that you want to hear 
here on the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report show, go to 20inarowwax.com. That's our website, 20inarowwax.com, and click on the Midwest Farm Report tab. And you can scroll down and see all kinds of news updates and a daily update with a few notes about the countryside from yours truly. But uh, down on that page, you'll also see our podcasts of the, everything that we do in the daily show here. And, or you can go to your favorite podcast search engine and search for Midwest Farm Report Eau Claire, and you can hear the entire show. That's especially if you missed something or... Who knows, if you're traveling, you wanted to hear the show, or if you just didn't get up early enough to hear the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report, listen to our podcast. It's all there for you. Let's have a look at some of the farm news around the countryside. When the new Phase 1 U.S.-China trade deal agreement kicks in, agricultural products like soybean and corn won't be the only only beneficiaries. The Chinese have also agreed to buy more crude oil, semiconductors, natural gas, consumer goods, U.S. cars, ethanol, and tourism services. That deal is expected to be signed in January at the White House, probably on the 15th. And we'll be following up on that, of course, as the next week passes to see what uh, farmers are feeling about how that trade deal might help them or whether it will at all. Well, the Farm Journal has just completed an agricultural labor survey across the country. And the main takeaway is that the survey uh, says farmers are paying their hired help more than ever before. Non-management workers are averaging $14.15 an hour across the country, with hired management workers now getting almost $18.40 an hour. The survey included almost 2,200 farms, including 160 dairy producers, but the survey also shows only about 20% of farm employers offered health insurance, but almost 45% of hired workers are given paid time off. It's time to start the selection process for our 73rd Allison Dairyland. Now through February 3rd, the State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection is taking applications from young women across the state who'd like to be considered for that position. The job pays $45,000 a year and includes holiday, vacation, and sick leave, as well as use of a state vehicle. Applicants must have, uh, must be a female Wisconsin resident at least 21 years old. The new Allison Dairyland will be chosen during the finals weekend, May 14th through the 16th in Walworth County. It's also time to start thinking about the 2020 World Cheese Championships that are sponsored every two years by the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association. Cheesemakers can begin registering their entries online for that competition that will again be held at the Monona Terrace Convention Center in Madison from March 3rd through the 5th. In 2018, more than 3,400 cheeses were entered from 26 countries. This year's show will include 132 separate classes, more than ever before. Cheese can be entered through January 31st for that competition, which began in 1957. I'm John Latham. You can see the quality in the way Latham brand soybeans look, germinate, and perform. Latham Seeds has quality numbers for your fields, like these Latham first trial top-tier performers. 
0995E3 features Enlist technology with strong disease protection and consistently high-yield results. 1858R2 is a record-breaking first-trial champion with strong defensive traits. Pick quality yields. Visit LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Micon Cinemas is your locally owned family theaters. Here's what's playing now. The Grudge. Jumanji The Next Level. Little Women. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Bombshell. Uncut Gems. Spies in Disguise. Richard Jewell. Cats. And Frozen 2. For theaters and showtimes, find them online at MyConCinemas.com. Experience movies the way they were meant to be at Mycon Cinemas. Nineteen minutes past five, rolling on with the morning tours here at Wax 104.5. I've been remiss in not mentioning this the last few days. On January 8th, a special event coming up at Flambeau High School. The Flambeau FFA Alumni Brainstorming Session will be held that night at Flambeau High School in the Egg Room, 6.30 p.m., FFA advisor at Flambeau is uh, Jenna Behrens, and she's hoping to uh, charter a new FFA alumni chapter. Pretty exciting stuff going on up there at Flambeau High School. Those FFA alumni chapters are very, very helpful in helping our youth continue with their efforts in FFA. Again, that's January 8th, 6.30 p.m. at the Flambeau High School Egg Room. The new FFA alumni brainstorming session. And I'll tell you, speaking of cool things around the countryside, we have one right down in Pigeon Falls, just to the south of us here, south of Osseo a little bit, and that's the UW State Discovery Farms office. The headquarters are right there in Pigeon Falls, downtown Pigeon Falls, as I'd like to say. And... uh they do some really cool stuff, and we caught up with the leadership down there recently and talked with her. I've followed a lot of agricultural research projects in my lifetime, and one of the more interesting that I've found is UW Discovery Farms, headquartered of all places in the little community of Pigeon Falls. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn, and Pam UW Discovery Farms has come a long ways since its beginning. Absolutely, Scott. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn. Welcome to 2020, folks. And I'll tell you what, uh, one thing new that the UW Discovery Farms is uh, going to be working with, the brand new conference with the state of Minnesota and their Discovery Farm efforts. It's going to be up in Bloomington coming up next week. Might want to check that out. Uh, Amber Raditz, who is the co-director of the UW Discovery Farms program here in Wisconsin, says that's just one of the new innovations that they're looking at for 2020. She says, as always, uh, trying to measure exactly what our campus research means to on-farm practices can be tricky. That was indeed the case in 2019 with all of our erratic weather. I asked her to give us a quick update on the UW Discovery Farms program 2019 and where they're headed in the new calendar year. I mean, the short answer is yes, right? And I think that our point in the program today and our point as Discovery Farms is to really help farmers figure out how to do that. And um, knowledge is power. So what we need is 
to be able to showcase what knowledge is out there. We need to be able to identify where we need more um, research, what the gaps are, and then also being able to really involve farmers in that process to see the innovative things that they're doing or thinking about or willing to do. That's what's driving the whole the whole idea of progress is the um, there's no status quo anymore. There, everything's sort of on the table. And I, I think that farmers are in a real innovative space to be able to try to figure that out with us. Considering when you started with UW Discovery Farms and now as co-director, do you see any new groups, any new researchers, any interested parties coming to these conferences or approaching you that either surprise you or you're noticing? Yeah, I mean, this has been an interesting couple of years because I see farmers saying, you know, I'm willing to think about different things. And then we've had different groups kind of approach us about um, using our data or partnering pro on projects. Um, we're working on partnerships with um, our Land and Water Association in the state, with our Wetlands Association. Um, Pheasants Forever has been wanting to work with farmers. So we're seeing a lot of these groups that have been more traditionally in the conservation end really working to see how they can partner up and have a meaningful partnership with our ag community. And I think Discovery Farms is a nice spot to bridge that because we are in this water quality space, but we're still farmer-led. Right. Do you see that they're impressed or concerned about what farmers are already accomplishing? I think that they're learning a lot. And I think that what they're learning is that there is a lot more innovation than they initially thought, and that's why they're interested in partnering. So they're able to see our data and to see our messaging and to learn that farmers are very uh, receptive to hearing about water quality challenges and opportunities and so that's where they see the opportunity too because it really when we get down to it we're all going to have to be in this together yeah. and work together on it because there's no one person um, that is is faultless in the whole thing we all consume we all um, have a phosphorus excretion and whether we are bovine or human or any other uh, living thing we all have a part in this so working together that's that's where uh, these groups, I think, see opportunity, and the farmers do too. You know, Discovery Farms has had a great track record. A lot of uh, farmers that have wanted to be involved in the program. So update people. It started off as just kind of little bitty footprints here and there, uh, early adapters that were willing to try things. Give people an update on how big the footprint is now as far as on-farm research with Discovery Farms, where they're at. Are we finding that uh, we're focused in one area of the state on certain things versus others? Just give us a little bit of an update going into 2020, Amber. Yeah, so um, one of our goals over the past at least well, Discovery Farm started about 20 years ago. Yeah. And so a goal since the beginning has been to be able to increase the number of farmers that can participate. Over the last five years especially, we've been able to really increase the number of farmers that have on-farm research that they can call their own and that their neighbors can relate to. And so now we've worked with over 80 farmers in the state on different projects. We are still doing our traditional water quality monitoring projects. We're also doing nitrogen use efficiency projects with farmers to really get at this question of how efficiently their crops are using nitrogen and how well their um, fertility and nutrient management is working out. Um, and then we are also dabbling in some things on tile monitoring on the eastern side of the state as well as uh, some soil health questions we're trying to answer. So we're, really what we're trying to do is to be able to create these large databases that um, are in Wisconsin. We also have combined with Minnesota and are combining that water quality database together. 
So we're trying to create these large central databases that have information that we can dial in to certain management practices or farming systems and really mean something to our farmers here in Wisconsin and even in Minnesota. So being able to develop methods, empower our partners to help farmers with things and create that dialogue and then allow farmers to own some of that data um, that ends up into kind of a central database that we can use to inform new parts of the state. Now, when, uh, when we started, again, it was that transition from the university setting to on-farm research. Uh, we're a little bit more sophisticated, have a lot more technology now. Where are we going forward on this? Are you still in asking farms to consider getting involved? Are you happy with the geography projects are certainly engaged in now? Or give us a little sense on how you paint the future to keep this vibrant information exchange going. Yeah, so when we first started, I think that those farmers took a big leap to understand what it was going to be like to have water quality information collected on their farm instead of on a research station. So they made that leap, which has allowed a lot more farmers since then to make that leap. And to be honest with you, we are um, always looking for new partners and new farms to be on especially as we start to think about some of these innovative practices like cover crops, um, different forage rotations, using um, low disturbance manure incorporation, some of these things that are starting to come out as suggestions for water quality and conservation. And so really we're looking for partners in that. We're looking for farmers that are interested in participating. And um, we just want to continue to grow this database for us. We especially need to work to try to get into like the um, north central part of the state where we have a lot of dairies and some pretty heavy soils um, and so we're hoping to be able to to put some new projects in place that allow us to focus a little more on cover crops and forages and soils and um, really to continue pushing that ball forward in the water quality arena. You made the comment today that we are very fortunate that we've got uh, a history of uh, let's say water quality research. Uh, we've got a lot of information that's already been gathered that we can continue to build layers on top of. My question for you though, Amber, is we do all this work, we generate all this information, but when it comes down to final decisions, be it at, in the state capital, maybe even national or regional, do they hear our voice or is it still all about not my backyard, not my river, not my lake where my mm -hmm. home is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I do think that they hear our voice. I think that there's been a lot more science infused into policy and a lot more workable policies that have been proposed over the past 15 or so years with having this kind of water quality data set here in the state. I think that we need to continue to do our work to make sure that that's heard. So um, for us, that means to be able to collect really good data, analyze that, and turn it into materials that people know what they're doing with it. And then our job as citizens and our job as um, organizations is to make sure that our friends in the Capitol have the best knowledge possible when they are trying to make these decisions. And so uh, what, what we feel our role is in that is to make sure that the best possible products come out of our research as quickly as possible so that we can really help to have a voice in that conversation. Well, it doesn't necessarily hurt to bring up some of that 
interesting information even in our own neighborhoods yeah exactly I think it's a really it's been a really powerful way to for farmers to talk with their rental landlords yeah. um, or to talk with their neighbors when they have on-farm events they can talk about what we what they are doing to conserve soil and to make sure that water is protected and so this kind of information you're right Pam is very usable for conversations that happen all the way from um, the local town hall to the state capitol. So it, it's really, we're hoping to be able to put those nuggets out so you can use them wherever those conversations are happening. Amber Raddatz, the co-chair of the UW Discovery Farms projects here in the state of Wisconsin and also major driver behind the upcoming Discovery Farms Summit, the first ever meeting of Wisconsin and Minnesota like-minded folks that look at cover crops, water quality, and trying to prove to our non-farm consumers what can be done with farmer-led efforts like our watersheds in Wisconsin. That event in Bloomington, Minnesota, happens January 7th and 8th. Find out details online, uwdiscoveryfarms.org. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Quite a project that's become. Uh, of course, Dennis Frame was one of the big leaders uh, to start with that. And Amber and her crew at Pigeon Falls picking up the ball and really running with it. And uh, and that's an exciting, exciting summit coming up next week or this coming week over at uh, the Twin Cities with the Minnesota and Wisconsin Discovery Farm Projects. Hey, let's have a look at some of the local news a former nurse at the Marshfield Clinic in Eau Claire is looking at charges that she stole or used prescription drugs from work. Prosecutors filed misdemeanor charges yesterday against 45-year-old Catherine Coffin. Police say she took fentanyl and hydrocodone. Her co-workers said she appeared to be uh, under the influence of those drugs. Coffin is due back in court to answer the charges at the end of the month. A man is in jail after police say a fight at a Taylor County bar ended with a stabbing. Police in Rib Lake say 29-year-old Andrew Eisner had been arguing with another man before they ended up at the Bird's Nest Tavern. After a while, police say Eisner stabbed the other man while they were outside smoking cigarette. Eisner was taken to jail. The victim was taken to the hospital and is expected to survive. A lot more children are sick with the flu this season. The CDC this week moved Wisconsin to a high flu activity state ranking. Children's Hospital in Milwaukee officials say that matches what that uh, assessment matches what they're seeing. Doctors say they saw 829 flu cases in December, including 46 children who were hospitalized. That compares with nine flu cases in December of 2018. Doctors say there's still time to get a flu vaccine and help your children not get sick this flu season. And on a personal note, I'll say wash your hands, people. Uh, Wisconsin's Republican U.S. Senator and three of the state's four Republican congressmen are on record asking for a review of Roe versus Wade. Senator Ron Johnson and U.S. Representative Jim Sensenbrenner 
Brian Stile and Glenn Grothman yesterday signed a letter along with about 200 other Republicans asking the Supreme Court to reconsider that case that's made the uh, law for abortions in this country legal for over 45 years. The letter comes as the Supreme Court gets ready to hear the case out of Louisiana, which requires doctors who perform abortions to have admitting privileges at local hospitals. And no one was hurt after an SUV fell through the ice on the Wisconsin River in Wausau. Reports say the SUV fell through while a man was ice fishing Wednesday afternoon. Police say the SUV will stay there until it's safe to remove it. And hopefully Kelly Slifka is on here from Skywarn 13 to tell us whether that ice is going to thicken up enough. And, uh, yeah, those ice conditions, especially on a river, I suspect aren't the greatest yet. No, you know, with this fluctuation in temperature, sure, we can get cold for a couple of days, then we just uh, warm right back up. So some of those ice conditions might be a little bit iffy out there. So obviously take extra caution if you're going to be out and about. Well, we are below freezing now, and we had some of that melting yesterday. So uh, some of the roads, some of the sidewalks, you're going to run into some crunchy conditions, if you will. Some of that slush uh, froze over, and watch out on those sidewalks as well might run into some slick spots. But otherwise, we'll just look at cloudy skies today. There is a disturbance that's moving through the the Dakotas this morning. will hit mainly Minnesota, so most of the snow with this system is going to stay off to our west. Can't rule out a few flurries, but that's going to be about it. Otherwise, we'll expect that hive to about 32. Cold front will clear us out later on tonight, and it will turn colder as we get down to 14. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies with a little bit of sunshine, a high of 27. We warm right back up on Sunday with uh, maybe a few snow showers or flurries developing, high of uh, 37. Monday, partly cloudy skies and a high of a 26. Right now in Eau Claire with cloudy skies, it's 32. I'm Sky 113 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Yeah, one note, Kelly, I'm guessing it's always good to use care on the ice, even in the coldest of weather, huh? Yeah, especially with the fluctuation of temperatures we've had. We've had snow on some of that ice, so that doesn't allow it to freeze as quickly. So, yeah, it's got to be pretty, uh, pretty iffy in some spots, I'm sure. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. You too. That's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 with the latest on the weather. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. 27cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Have we got a fantastic farm tour lined up for you. To Germany and Austria, August 3rd through the 11th. We'll visit cheese plants and dairy farms. Also, the magnificent Neuschwanstein Castle, the model for the castle at Disney World. We'll visit Innsbruck, home to two Winter Olympics, as well as the Golden Roof. Our tour will also go to Salzburg, home of Mozart and the Sound of Music. A tour of Munich to see the Glockenspiels. And the highlight will be the Passion Play at Oberammergau, performed only every 10 years. Come with us. Call Holiday Vacations at 1-800-826-2266. Twenty-three minutes before six, as we continue down the barn alley with the chores here at Wax one hundred four point five. A lot of things going on this week. I'll tell you, a big one going on starting today is the Wisconsin Junior Holstein Convention that's going on over at the Holiday Inn in Stevens Point. A lot of good young people again doing great things across this countryside, and that's another example of it. 
that uh, will run through Sunday at the Holiday Inn in Stevens Point. Let's get back at the chores here with a look at the morning markets. We have Mark Coger with the report from the Equity Altoona market, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. Choice beef steers and heifers on a limited supply song from $95 to $1.13. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 86 to 92. Choice Holstein steers, 82 to 86. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 82 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows on Thursday selling from 52 to 58. We topped at 61 and a half. 60% of the cows selling from 36 to 52 with 20% of the cows selling 36 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls here on Thursday selling from 58 to 73. We topped at 78. Thin bull, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up selling from 10 to $80 per head with a light and poor quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from 50 to $150 per head. Quick reminder, the next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, January the 10th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now, this is Mark Coger from the Equidel Tune Auction Market. Have a great day. That's Mark Coger over at the Equidel Tuna Market getting back into the swing of the things of things after the holidays. And so is Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a very good morning to you. Well, not a not a bad morning out there, temperature-wise, uh, yeah. actually above normal, and uh, weather doesn't sound too bad. Uh, nothing real cold spell, and maybe we can get by with a weekend without any major storms, so don't sound too bad. Yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, yesterday it was, if we had some sun yesterday, the snow really would have went down, but there was some melting, so. Yep, yep. You know, one thing I've been meaning to mention, and speaking of that melting yesterday and stuff, if you haven't been outside yet, and most of the folks who are out doing chores already have been across that farmyard, there are a couple spots in the farmyard that uh, melted yesterday and are frozen this morning, and it's schlick in some of those spots. So pay attention yeah, as you're walking uh, across the yard. There's quite a few spots like that, and that's uh, unfortunate when you get all... If we had all snow, we wouldn't have this problem. we get get a little bit of rain and get the snow on top of it. But anyway, it's... Uh, We'll see how 2020 shapes up because we know we had the 2019 with the wettest year on record, most record snowfalls all over. So, well, we'll have to wait and see what's in store for this year. But uh, anyway, that's the way it is, I guess. So It is what it is, as they say. Yep. So, yeah. So what's going on? Uh, how, do the, how are things going on over, going on over there at Equity Stratford? All right, uh, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. Summary from yesterday, Thursday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the cow market. Uh, market cows, a little bit stronger trend here at the end of the week, especially on the better quality cows. Uh, with your high-yielding cows yesterday's sale, we're selling mostly from 53 to 60. We did top in the cow market yesterday at 62. Most of the cows on yesterday's auction, your average cows, were selling from 34 to 52. And these thinner, plainer cows, light carcass cows, $34 and below. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls are mostly from 55 to 73. Top on the bulls at 78. Lightweight bulls, uh, $50 and below. On the fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers mostly from 78 to 88. Your fancier high yielding choice Holsteins, 89 to 92. Underfinished select grading cattle, 
Continues to be a big spread there between the choice and the select, $74 and down on those underfinished cattle. Now into the calf market, replacement Holstein bull has uh, mostly steady. Again, buyers are very selective on quality. Your better 85, 225-pound Holstein bull calves. Yesterday's auction, 30 to 100 with the top at 115. Heifer calves continue to be a very limited uh, demand, $25 and below. Beef calves, good demand on the beef calves, continues 100 to 250 all the way up to 280 on those black calves on yesterday's auction. Now we do want to take a look at our sales schedule here. Busy week coming up next week here at Equity Stratford. Back to the full sales schedule after the holidays here. So we'll get underway Monday morning right away uh, with the market auction on Monday. Uh, next Tuesday we will have the hay auction. We already have uh, hay on the consignment list. for So for you folks that are uh, taking a look at the... Uh, what's on your barn here, and you look like you'd be running short here. We do have hay for the sale next week. Uh, round bales, of second crop. Round bales, of first crop. Uh, large round bales, small round bales. So whatever you folks are looking for, we have them for next Tuesday. And then also next Tuesday, dairy auction here in Stratford. That'll be 11 o'clock for the dairy sale. Hay sale, hay sale does start at 10. We do have... Uh, Heifers consigned for that area sale next week. Moving ahead to Wednesday will be the feeder cattle sale and bread beef cow sale. That'll be Wednesday, uh, January 8th. Noon time start for that. And at the end of next week, uh, January 11th, will be our monthly sheep and goat sale. So, Scott, back to a full week next week. And uh, I guess that's all we have for the folks this, uh, this Friday morning. Uh, you enjoy your weekend and uh, a lot of stuff going on all over again. But the weather shouldn't be too bad. Uh, so maybe we'll have kind of a quiet weekend weather-wise, and we can just we can hang up the hang up the snow shovel and park the tractor, huh? We can do that for now, and I'm going to take the opportunity to go and visit my local recycling center tomorrow because uh, you know after the holidays you you have to do that, and what, what a great place that? to visit with neighbors anyway, you know? Yeah, well, talking about recycling, I mean we ain't gonna expound on that any further, but it must have been a nice weekend at your house if you got that many empty bottles and cans, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's always scary. When I'm emptying my bottles, people look at me and kind of frown at me and say, what's wrong? And I, I said, I don't know who's putting these things in my in my uh, recycling bin here. I don't know. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess as long <laughs> as you're... Re- I mean, that's the main thing, so... <laughs> yep, yep. All right, Jerry, we'll talk with you Monday. Scott, you have a nice weekend, and thank you very much. You too. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Looking for the best prices for your livestock? Then Terrain Livestock Market is the place to take them. Terrain Livestock is conveniently located a mile and a half north of Thorpe on Highway 73 with sales every Monday and Wednesday. Terrain Livestock Market features a clean, modern facility and, for your convenience, a drive through area. For more information, call 715-669-7127. Terrain Livestock Market, striving to be the best market of choice for your livestock. It's a quarter to six as we roll with these morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Hey, some of the things coming up, I already mentioned uh, the Flambeau FFA is hosting an FFA alumni brainstorming session, 6.30 p.m., January 8th. At Flambeau High School, uh, Ag Advi- FFA advisor Jenna Behrens up there at Flambeau is hoping to charter a new FFA alumni chapter. And also, again, the Wisconsin Junior Holstein Convention is going on starting today over at the Holiday Inn in Stevens Point. 
And January 5th through 8th, the 8th, that's uh, what, Sunday through, let me look at the calendar here, I want to say Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, the Wisconsin Fairs Association will be having its annual meeting at the Chula Vista Resort at Wisconsin Dells. And, of course, that's when they name the 2020 Wisconsin Fairest of the Fair. And we're going to be hearing more about some of these meetings coming up, but there is an ARC-PLC series of information meetings January 7th at Lady Smith, January 10th at Jim Falls, and January 13th at the town of Washington Hall in Eau Claire here. Those are 1 to 3 p.m., and I'm bet- betting when uh, I talk with Lissa Seafelt, our ag agent here in Eau Claire County, in uh, a little dab here, she's going to be telling us, too, maybe, about a new nutrient management workshop coming up on Tuesday the 7th, 1 to 4 p.m. And this coming week, I'll also be down at the lacrosse farm show, that big lacrosse farm show, coming up Wednesday and Thursday at the lacrosse center in downtown lacrosse. Always a great time with great information and some a great place to visit with folks. Hey guys, it's Nick with Sups, and it's that time of year again. Everyone's going to be getting over the holidays, getting ready for their New Year's resolutions. Well, stop on in to Sups so we can get you where you need to go. We have the best selection in the area, the best prices, and the best and most knowledgeable staff around. Whether you're looking for weight loss, muscle gain, or overall health, stop on in and let us help you find out what will work for you. Subs, East Ridge Center, Eau Claire. Thirteen, well, twelve before six here at Wax 104.5, heading down the alley again with the chores. If I can get my markets out here, we'll look at the morning markets on the uh, uh, green side of things. March corn is down one at 390. March oats steady at 298. March soybeans down six at 950. Soybean meal for March down $2.20 a ton at $303.40. And March wheat down three at 557. The country elevator prices corn at Golden Plump and Arcadia is at 366. Corn at the countryside elevators in Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood and Fall Creek is at 355 with soybeans at all those elevators at 880. The countryside co-op elevator at Osseo is at 360 for corn and 880 for soybeans. Elk Mound is at 360 for corn, 883 for soybeans. Sparta 352 on corn, 862 for beans. Ellsworth uh, corn is at 347 and beans at 880. The ethanol plants Boyceville is at 373 for corn, Stanley at 370, New Richmond at 364, and Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain, the corn quote is at 357 and soybeans at 891. 
Dairy Farms, Cheese Plants, the Beautiful Alps will all be part of our farm tour to Germany and Austria August 3rd through the 11th. Come on along with me, Bob Bosold, as we visit also Neuschwanstein and other European castles. See the Glockenspiels and Hofbrauhaus in Munich. Visit the Salt Mines of Salzburg, the home of Mozart and the Sound of Music. We'll also go to Berchtesgarten, Hitler's Eagle's Nest, and to Dachau, the concentration camp. And we'll top it all off with a day in Oberammergau for their world-famous passion play. Call Holiday Vacations to get on the trip, 1-800-826-2266. If you're looking for a great-paying part-time job with flexible hours, check out 2020 Census Jobs. Apply today at 2020census.gov forward slash jobs to help strengthen your community. Ten before six as we head toward the milk house with the morning chores here at Wax 105 4.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I have in the barn with me this morning, Lissa Seedbelt. Lissa, I have a, a daughter named Alyssa, and you know how hard it is for me to not say Alyssa every time I hear your name? You've probably heard that before. I sure do. I get that a lot. So usually if you get my name somewhere even in the realm of close to what my name actually is, I'll usually respond. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to that. Yep. <laughs> Lissa, of course, the Eau Claire County UW Extension Agriculture Agent. Lisa, what you have a lot of things going on. It's getting season uh, the season for meetings and conferences. Tell me about some of those things. Yeah, it sure is. Um, we've got a lot of great programs coming up um, in extension, and uh, I know you've mentioned a few things already. And and I I'm guessing Jerry had mentioned a bunch yesterday as well. Um, one of the things that you had mentioned was nutrient management training and. Like you said, we've got some coming up here in Eau Claire again. Um, but I also wanted to mention I was talking to one of my colleagues yesterday, and he asked me to uh, share some um, information about nutrient management training for Taylor, Clark, and Marathon County. If you're looking for that nutrient management training, um, do reach out to the North Central Technical College uh, out of Wassa to get signed up for those programs. They've got uh, locations in uh, Medford, Wassa, and Spencer like they usually do. So um, reach out there because there's a lot of those coming up here in January. Um, so uh, don't delay on that. And then um, for those of you that are looking for some of those um, ARC PLC meetings um, in the Marathon and Clark County areas, um, there's a meeting coming up January 7th at the Abbotsford City Hall at 11 a.m. Um, there's one coming up January 15th, again at the Abbey City Hall at 1 p.m. And then there is a uh, final one um, that's being hosted in the Price County um, in the normal building on the second floor. Um, and you can contact that Medford FSA office to get um, signed up for that particular location. If you're looking for more details, um, reach out to your local extension agent on that. Um. And and one thing about those, it's kind of important uh, from what I'm understanding to get to those because if you go to the FSA office, they can't make recommendations Correct. for you. And this is the place that you get your ideas, right, uh, correct, about correct. what you should be doing. Correct, yes. Um, that is absolutely true, and and you'll get a lot of good information out of those uh, meetings because the, the game is not the same as it was when you were doing this a couple of years ago in selecting coverage. So right. um, it's good to get that updated. So, Yep. And... Uh, How's everything else going? Do uh, you have anything else going on? Oh, we got lots of stuff going on. Um, another thing that you might be interested in, um, we've got a, a newer program called the Farm 
um, Pulse program. Um, and this is a program that, that really helps farmers understand the framework for making um, informed decisions about their uh, particular operation and, and kind of helping getting started in that management process, which is um, often daunting for folks. Um, I know if you're uh, trying to jump into that, it can be a, a challenge for sure. Um, and so this program will let you um, evaluate your financial state and kind of get an idea of where you want to take your farm for the future. So it's a, a great opportunity to learn more about uh, managing your farm finances. Um, also, some other things that be covered with this um, is putting together a balance sheet, an income statement, and a statement of cash flow. Um, so if you're interested in that particular program, um, there's several locations being hosted around the state. Um, this is going to be uh, $20 per person or $30 per farm if you have two folks sharing materials. Um, and there's also a web option, which would be $10 per farm. So um, if you're interested in that, um, do reach out to your local agents. Um, I just want to put some dates out there for folks. Um, January 14th at 10 a.m. in Baldwin, um, there's going to be one of these meetings. So contact your St. Croix Extension office if you're looking for that meeting. Um, there's one going to be held January 15th at 10 a.m. at the Abbotsford City Hall. Um, so reach out to the Marathon County Extension Office if you're interested in that one. Um, other locations around the state also include January 21st at 10 a.m. in Darlington. Uh, January 22nd at 6.30 p.m. Um, is going to be that live online webinar. Um, and if you need details on that, um, reach out to um, Steph Plaster, who is the Ozaki, Washington um, agent. A lot of stuff going on, and I'll bet you're all settled into that office over here in Altoona now, aren't you? Well, working on it. <laughs> <laughs> working on it. The holidays kind of get in the way they of sure getting do. settled in, don't they? They sure do. <laughs> yeah. But, folks, if you uh, haven't gotten the chance yet, be sure to stop by the UW Extension Office, the service center over in Altoona, and visit with Lissa Seafelt. You'll be seeing and hearing a lot of her in the next few years. Uh, years plural, many years, we assume, because... Uh, it's hard to believe, but I think Lissa might even be younger than I am. <laughs> I think you might be right. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah, she's she's holding back from just roaring over there with laughter. So thanks for coming in again and visiting with us this morning, Lissa. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Okay. And here in Eau Claire... It's 32 degrees. La Crosse has 33. Marshfield's at 30. Green Bay, 33. Rice Lake is at 36. Wausau has 29. Madison is at 34. Milwaukee is at 38. And again, my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 31 degrees there. Again, those clouds are expected to stick around a little bit today with some snow potential to the southwest of Eau Claire. Light snow this evening. Yeah, but the sun's expected to return on Saturday, and some maybe precipitation returning on Sunday. High of 31 today of low of 14. Saturday, we're looking at a high of 27 with a low of 19. And Sunday, a high of 35 with a low of 16. Well, folks, I invite you to stay upright as you walk across your farmyard or your uh, parking lots today because... It thawed yesterday and uh, froze again last night and left some schlick spots out there. So 
uh, I guess as I got older, I got a little more concerned about that because falling down seems to just hurt a little bit more. I don't know what it is about that, but whatever you're doing, be careful out there, folks. We'll see you Monday. Do you know the secret? We know the secret. Hi, I'm Rick, and I lost 38 pounds and over 31 inches, and I know the secret. Hi, I'm Jessica. I lost over 61 pounds and over 41 inches. I know the secret. Hi, I'm Peter. I lost 76 pounds and over 30 inches. I feel much better, get around better. I know the secret. Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Scher, DC, with Eau Claire Weight Loss. And I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit weknowthesecret.com. We Know The Secret. What's going on? 